Hey, this is Omar Wahid. And this is Max Lasowski. That the full Maximilian? Oh, I guess you could we could include the Maximilian part, but S- sounds so much more regal. Uh, this is a podcast from Voices, a uh, section from the Iowa State Daily. Uh, the name is Just a Feeling, and we're going to be talking about mental health, among other things. Today, we're going to be focusing more on mental health. More specifically, depression and anxiety, because I feel like a good deal of us experience that here at Iowa State. Uh, The pressures of being a student can be too much sometimes, and just finding resources to help tackle the issue can be a struggle, and uh, we're going to be here to talk about that. Max, if you want to take that away. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends in particular, I know that for a fact um, they have come to me Um, talking about anxiety and being anxious all the time Um, especially when it comes to like exam week or getting a bunch of homework done and I think a lot of that has to do with maybe procrastination but at the same time uh, a lot of these guys that I know are taking pretty tough majors Uh, for example I know one of my friends I'm not going to name them but uh He's an engineer here at Iowa State, and he cannot stop complaining about his course load. Oh, so someone with a real major. Um, (laughs) Max and I have fake majors. Uh, I study marketing and journalism, both nonsense things. Uh, Max, journalism and English. Journalism and English, yeah. Which we we all speak that here, well, most of us. Fake majors. I I would imagine an engineer has a much tougher time, a lot more breakdowns. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. But do you think he can write well? Mm, maybe not. I know for a fact <laughs> they can. I've seen engineers write. It's. Uh, I've seen some engineers that cannot write, but that's a whole other story. Uh, the, the curve there is either they know how to write really well, and there's like four of them, and then the other like 10,000. <laughs> Uh, They can't write a sentence to save their life. Yeah. That's pretty much how it it goes. We should probably stop shitting on engineers. Yeah, Um, probably. Um, This is is about depression and anxiety. Um, Engineers be depressed. Uh. (laughs) Anybody can be depressed. Um, Not just engineers, but basically what I'm saying is that course loads can get a lot sometimes, regardless of your major. And, um, you know... People have to kind of reach out to people, find people to talk to, especially those that kind of exclude themselves when they're feeling down or don't really connect with anyone on kind of a deep uh, level. Are we talking about engineers again? No. (laughs) No, we're not (laughs) talking about engineers. We're talking about engineers. Um... I mean, we're not just talking about engineers. Like, I... For example, um, I kind of like crave that that deep like connection with somebody. Obviously, like it can be with a romantic partner or not, like or just like a friend. But I know for a fact that if I didn't have some of my friends around that I have right now, I would not be in a good place. Like um, just work on top of school, on top of extracurriculars. Like you can get a lot sometimes, and I think that. People really need to have like a support system or else they'll kind of just start to crumble. That's why you're in a frat, right? 
support system. I don't think we have to bring that into the question, but... I'd, I love bringing it up. Um, yeah, I am in a fraternity, but that doesn't really... I just found out which one today. It's well, great. You don't, we don't need to share that information. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not the bad one. If, no, it's not It's not the bad one. It's the other one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the good one. I don't it's, know about that. I, well, uh, I, don't think, I don't think that uh, <laughs> any fraternity is bad, per se. I think there was one, and we're not going to mention it. We're not going to mention it, but... It starts with uh, uh, P... No, <laughs> do not get into it. And that's all we're going to say. Yeah. I think you can fill in the lines there. Yeah. They're coming back. They are back. They are They're back. all the way back? They, well, yeah, they are, but I don't think they have their house back. I think they just are, like, reinstated by the university. I actually talked to the guy who was... Oh launching it that it was hilarious um there was supposed to be a protest in front of one of the frats yeah for rapey frat stuff um sorry sensitive topic for yeah. max he's not in the you're not in the one it was but uh <laughs> supposed to be a protest and some people showed up and this one guy was there he's like hey have you ever thought about joining pike i was like this is the worst place for you to do this <laughs> <laughs> he's like no 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 it's not what it was before. This time, we're a fraternity, but for women, I was like, that's not, I think that's what they were last time, just in the worst possible, possible. way. Yeah. Um, enough about Pike. Uh, I think I'm going to have to cut that part. <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. Um, yeah, people be getting depressed. People do get depressed, and especially during the times that we're in right now, um, right after COVID and then um, getting into the winter seasons. I know we just came back from break about a month ago. So, I mean, people are still kind of feeling down with the cold weather. Um, obviously, it's not fun. Some people enjoy it. Most people don't. But I know a lot of people really kind of rely on using the outdoors as a way to just relieve their stress. And during the winter time, you just can't do that. On top of that, um, those people that use the outdoors to kind of feel better you know some of these students or most of the younger students here at university um, they don't necessarily know how to manage their time the best um, obviously they need to get their schoolwork done but when they're done with their work they've either either taken too long doing their homework um, obviously, classes, depending on what you do, it'll take longer or it'll take shorter um, to, to finish your work. But those students that don't really know how to manage their time the right way or well, don't have the opportunity to kind of express themselves and um, do things that they really enjoy doing after the school day is over. And I think that that also contributes to a lot of the anxiety and kind of depression that we see here at Iowa State and across the country. Yes. Uh, social life, it's a, it's a very important aspect in trying to balance that with everything going on. If you don't have a time for an escape, it's it can be overwhelming and it can continually mount yeah. into more serious issues. So finding that time, understanding that balance between schoolwork, work, personal social life it's it's really paramount to getting a full experience in your life at Iowa State especially in a time where 
you know, you're growing as people and you're supposed to be finding your own way, but if you sit there and just hyper-focus on school, you're going to have a terrible time. It's, oh, yeah, 100%. And I think another thing that's kind of great that I've kind of noticed these past few uh, months here at school is that I think that faculty and, like, teachers here kind of understand that students aren't having the best kind of best time here and they're kind of being they're they're really understanding in the way that they kind of they, they acknowledge the fact that people are struggling and they're kind of letting us know that on the weekends we should be taking that time for ourselves obviously we still got to get our work done but they say oh for example i, I know one of my uh one of my professors told us like every single Friday, she said, oh, enjoy your weekend, uh, do something that you really enjoyed doing, and then be ready when you come back Monday. So I think that if teachers and professors, like I think if teachers just really focus on like kind of, I don't know, um, encouraging students more so, I think that that kind of means a lot to those that do struggle because they don't have that kind of encouraging person they may not have that kind of encouraging person in their life especially somebody that you view as very um, not necessarily powerful but just um, as an authoritative figure and I think that coming from somebody like one of your teachers that you may or may not like a whole lot um, I think that that means a lot to some of these guys, some of these individuals. Oh, yeah. I had a professor. He set up the entire structure of the class. He says, I don't want to do anything about this class Friday through Sunday, and I don't want any of you to think about the class on the weekends either. I want you to take time to go enjoy yourself. And he set up everything so we would never have to do anything on the weekends, like quizzes, in the middle of the week they only open up starting monday so we wouldn't have time to just like think about it on the weekend study for it on the weekends tests he wouldn't put out the study guide or anything about it until the start of the week and then we'd have so many days to do it so obviously he made an open note uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's if people are encouraging you to go take times to just kind of explore yourself and have that free time I think it would really trickle down into people's lives and they'd be hopefully less miserable but seasonal depression I mean it's a thing it is a thing <laughs> you know whether we like it or not it can hit us like a bus out of nowhere and yeah as much as you can try to find solutions to make yourself feel better it's a condition, seasonal affective disorder, and it's or okay. sad. As and you know, sometimes, sometimes it may get so bad that you got you need to find somebody or some like a resource to kind of let everything out. Because I know that, especially men, they like bottling shit up, and they don't like dealing with their emotions. I like dealing with my emotions. Well, you're a different breed, Omar. What are you trying to say? I'm not saying it. I cry. I cry a couple times a week. <laughs> well, I, I had... cry uh, every three months probably, so. Are you? Am I okay? Is that scheduled? Yes, or? Okay. Uh -huh. 
Are you okay, Max? I am okay. I think you should cry a little more. Maybe. I- I'll work on that. What's happening every three months? Every three months, you know, my, my life's a little crazy. Got I got a lot going on, like everybody else does, but I'm a very sensitive man. I'm a very sensitive man. He is. Yeah. And, you know, personally, <laughs> I'd have to say that, uh, you know, express yourself to your friends, dude. Tell... Tell your friends how you're feeling, because if you don't do that, they're not going to ask you. To be quite honest with you, they're not going to be asking how you're doing. They're busy, too. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the homies you love them. And tell the homies you love them. Kiss them goodnight. Kiss them goodnight, and then wake them up in the morning with a nice uh, meal, you know? <laughs> Eggs, bacon, toast. Eggs, bacon, toast. Give some cereal. Thing. Maybe some coffee, if that's what they're into. Freshly squeezed orange juice. Freshly squeezed... If you got a got an orange <laughs> orange juice uh, squeezer at home, whatever those things are called, a juicer. A, that is the word. That's the <laughs> that word the for word. that. Yes, a juicer. <laughs> okay. Vacation that a New Zealander. What I, I started it? recording. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're viewing our site, so that's pretty cool. So apparently we're making waves. We're going global. We're going global, <laughs> baby. Uh, but yeah, speaking more on depression, I think we should take kind of like a deeper dive into it. Um, obviously, there's seasonal depression, but there's also just depression. It's full-on depression. Full-on depression. And Omar, I don't know if you have any experiences with it or... Oh, boy, I want, do. How much you want to talk about, but... Uh, I, I could... Go ahead. We could be here for hours. It's, um, I'm depressed. Uh, I've been diagnosed with clinical depression since I've been 14. Oh, uh, wow. Runs in the family. Apparently, that's a thing. Uh, my father is depressed. Uh, my younger brother is depressed. Uh, a lot of my uncles are depressed. All diagnosed with uh, depression. So uh, I was, uh, it's hard. Um, I used to take antidepressants. I didn't like how they made me feel. And sometimes we kind of jump in hoping that these medications will fix us. And they're just frankly not for everyone. I was feeling hopeless and empty instead of just empty. And I would rather just feel one. So... I, I stopped taking antidepressants a long time ago. Um, whether or not that's been good or not, who knows? I think they've been. Uh, I Personally, I have episodes of depression multiple times throughout the year. They kind of last four or five weeks to months. And I usually realize I'm in them like probably halfway through. I'll do some ridiculous thing. I'll, it's like three in the morning and I go like make microwave burritos or something. I was like, Oh, I'm depressed. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what this is. Um, and then I'll usually just kind of rigorous structure helps me recover out of these things. Yeah. Obviously having something to do kind of gets your mind off of it. Even, even if your body is telling you no. Basically. So I will meticulously plan out my entire day for weeks on end until I start feeling better. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of just ease off that and see how I'm feeling. But I, not everyone has a luxury of figuring out 
how to deal with their depression. I've had plenty of time and awareness about the issue. So I, not to flex, but I, I know my depression. (laughs) And how would you say your journey has been? I mean, obviously you said you had it since you were 14. Um, well, probably technically longer. This is when I got just when you got diagnosed. Yeah. Like throughout college, for example, like your freshman year versus now. Oh. First year versus now. Uh, well, actually, the first university I went to was in Peoria. It's Bradley University, uh, studying software engineering and animation. So I did used to have a real major. Um, now I don't. Uh, it was horrible, and I dropped out for a while, uh, about a year, because I I don't know what was about it. I hated the program. I hated everything about it. I became the most depressed I had ever been in my life. So I don't, I probably didn't handle it well. I took the nuclear option. I kind of self-destructed. Mm-hmm. So, and after that, I really had to really figure out how to deal with stuff like this because I personally felt like my depression was becoming worse and worse in general as opposed to when I was younger where puberty angst and shit I don't <laughs> yeah hormones coursing through your veins hormones yeah uh, does not help the process absolutely not and so it's a different breed of depression from when I was younger to us then and I, I was able to recognize that and I did get a little bit of help and they wanted me to go back on antidepressants and I I did seriously consider it for a bit, but I did ultimately choose not to, mm-hmm. which I again think is probably the best decision for me. The same with my family, they know how to deal with their depression. I think only a couple of my cousins are on antidepressants, but the rest of us, no. Some of them should be. Some of them oof, definitely need to be medicated. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you say you took a gap year? I mean, it technically became a gap year uh, because I dropped out of school. (laughs) Yeah. So since you dropped out earlier, um, how did that affect you? Because I know that obviously you dropped out, so you're not going to have a full-blown schedule. You're not going to have as many things to do. I'm assuming you probably got a job, right? I did get a job. Uh, I worked at the job I have hated the most ever in my life, and uh, (laughs) will never ever work there or go anywhere near one of them again. Uh, Sprint. We can just say the name Sprint. Uh, I was working like 80-hour weeks. I was making a lot of money. I almost made 100000 without a college education. Well, it's commission. Commission, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was selling the the shit out of phones. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, yeah, I was like, oh, no, this isn't it. This is, I'm not depressed, but I only think that's because I'm so exhausted all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, we should go find ourselves. <laughs> so uh, I traveled for a bit. I went to Scotland for a bit. I had family there. I went to Canada for a bit because I also have family there. So about 11 months of finding myself. And Mr. That's Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. And uh, finding yourself is overrated. Uh, it turns out you can just do that from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I went back. I was like, oh, we got to do something. So I went back to school. Uh, I got my associates real quick. came to Iowa State 2019. Uh, almost done. I'm going to grad school next fall. That's and uh, cool. that's, 
That's great. So maybe more people should drop out for a little bit. <laughs> and do you think that, you know, do you think there's a stigma behind depression still? I know that in the past decade or so, there's been so much more awareness when it comes to mental health and kind of dealing with it and recognizing it. So I want to hear kind of your input on that too. Absolutely. Um, there's 100% still a stigma. Um, I think the difference is now everyone says they're depressed and that can't be true, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't think that's possible. Some people feel really sad for a short amount of time and they think that's the same thing. I think the stigma has changed to it's easier to get help and more people are accepting of it, but because of that, more people think they're suffering from the same things as people who are actually. That's my hot take. Um, some people are just sad. That's that's the truth, and they don't know how to deal with that extreme sadness, so they're taking the nuclear option. It's like, oh, I'm depressed. And it's like, oh, were you making microwave burritos at 3 in the morning too? That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some people react differently. You may want a burrito. Some person may not want anything to eat at all for days on end. Yeah, that's why I made the burritos. Like, oh, no, we haven't eaten all day. Why? And then wow. it's like 3 in the morning. It's the best time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gives you a long time to enjoy it. They're microwavable <laughs> <laughs> Probably still cold on the inside or frozen. That's why you just got to poke some holes in them. Yeah. Get that real. Cooked through <laughs> Who likes a frozen bean? No one. Nobody. No one likes a frozen bean. No, it's got to be nice and warm and you know, <laughs> easily biteable. Absolutely. So depression, uh, not burritos. Yeah, people, there's still a stigma. It's still kind of hard to go get help because the hardest thing about anything is starting, kind of jumping to it, realizing you have the problem and you need the help, and just getting there that first step. I always think is the hardest. Once you get there, you can just keep going because you overcame the largest mental hurdle. And it's just accepting, no matter what other people think, that you need this and you're gonna go get this help. Speaking of help, uh, luckily the university does offer some resources because it, again, it can be intimidating to try and find these things, but luckily you're in a pretty centralized location to get just about anything you need as a student and mental health services are no different. Uh, Student counseling services, I hear, can be very helpful for some people and they're offered to students uh, four to eight sessions are offered to students if they call uh, the number 515-294-5056 again it's 515-294-5056 they're open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Fridays so if you are in need of any help Um, whatsoever whether that be anxiety uh, depression you're kind of just feeling moody or you just broke up with your girlfriend you know you can call this number 
Um, you'll have to fill out some brief paperwork before your scheduled appointment, but uh, you'll get in contact with a provider um, here at Iowa State. And if you don't get what you want out of this, these counseling services in those four to eight weeks, you can extend your, the services. The university will actually help you find a provider to uh, two more actually help you find a provider that's outside of the university system so that they can find you um, separate and independent psychiatrists to help you on your journey recovering for whatever problems you may have um, and also here um, we'll also for those that are really having a tough time struggling extremely hard um, we'll have a um, disaster distress helpline for those that need crisis counseling and support. Um, the number is 1-800-985-5990. Again, the number is 1-800-985-5990. And you can all find this information at Iowa State University Student Counseling Services. Uh, there, um, it'll have even more information than we are giving you right now. And you can kind of just sift through and take a look if you have any problems. I think that made us sound like a radio commercial a little bit, um, especially how you said the phone numbers. Well, I, 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 I know. I mean, you, you got to enunciate them. But yeah. for real, if you need help, go <laughs> go get some help. Uh, if this is a little bit of push you needed and you are listening to this, one, thank you for listening. Two, um, go get that help. Uh, this is Omar telling you to go get that help. Go get that help. And Max also says, go get that help because we love you. We do love you. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, this has been the first episode of Just a Feeling, a podcast from Voices, which is with the Iowa State Daily. Uh, we will be doing bi-weekly podcasts. Uh, this was the first one. You know, the first the first one's always the first worst one. first one's always uh, rough, but... We'll get better as we go. It's it's a learning curve, and uh, we we'll get to quality. We'll get to quality. But depression, go get that help. Uh, thank you all for listening. See you next time. I think.